Recently, I've had a lot of appointments where I've been discussing with clients about what retirement currently looks like, and it's not the old way that retirement is about going on cruises and playing golf. For a lot of people, rather than the notion of retirement, it's about being able to work on your own terms. And that's what we discuss in today's episode. Enjoy. Everything we talk about on today's podcast is general advice only because we don't know your individual personal situation. Before you act on anything we've spoken about, you should chat to your financial advisor. And if you don't have one, feel free to reach out to us. Now, on to today's show. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Wealth Collective podcast. I'm Zach Masters, and today, as always, I'm joined by Pete Pennycott from Picada and Anthony Malvazo from AGM Advisory Group. How are we going, gents? Well, not bad, but not as always. I wasn't here last week. I know. What's Did anything going on? happen? Well, so. numbers were down, I heard. So <laughs> It's never been bigger. The uh, numbers were huge. Nah, it was a fantastic episode. <laughs> I had a listen. Really, really good tips. So well done. Uh, hopefully, I don't, uh, don't let the team down with uh, carrying on that momentum this week. How about you, Anthony? How are you going? Oh, well, between last week and this week, another Hawthorne life, another doggies win, you know, <laughs> just kick it along. <laughs> no, going great. And uh, back uh, at work in the city full time, and it it is uh, seems like pre COVID play uh, levels at some places. So it's uh, got a bit of vibe. It's really building. Is it um, full capacity this week for the Anzac Day, or have they said yet? It depends. It depends who you talk to. If you for the for the March, it's a bit of a different story. I think I saw today they've got about eighty to eighty five thousand. So I'm not sure what the uh, not sure why the why the difference. They how they picked eighty five, and then the March is a bit different. But I'm sure we'll all have a uh, good weekend and uh, celebrate everything along with Anzac Day. That's it. Um, so what we're going to talk about this week is recently I've seen quite a few clients coming through, and it's um, we've been discussing what retirement looks like and kind of the notion of what retirement is becoming. Um, and a lot of people now, it's not looking like going on cruises and playing golf. Um, for a lot of people, rather the notion of retirement is about being able to work on your own terms. Um, so that's a topic that we've kind of been discussing quite a lot. I'm not sure if you guys have been seeing that, uh, but I might ask you, Pete, what does working on your own terms mean for you? Uh, well, for me personally, it's just sort of doing something you're passionate about and with the right balance. So I think it is... I think balance is probably the key word of, you know, doing it on your terms and, you know, um, doesn't necessarily mean part-time or, but yeah, might be a different place in the world, but I think it's finding, finding a groove and sort of something you have some longevity in. So I think it's more of a transition. Yeah. You live for a long time. So it's like the hundred year life is what we try and plan around. Um, And I think, you know, it used to be, you you can almost break it up into three chapters, you know, learning and then you sort of, you know, accumulation phase and then drawdown in, in sort of enjoyment and retirement. But um, yeah, it's almost like there's a, a fourth act that needs to fit in there or sort of stretch those other ones out. So, And is this um, something you've been seeing with clients that um, some of your clients are not wanting to just retire and stop working altogether, but they're looking at other avenues of what they can do? Oh, I think that's always been the case. It's like not retirement's not for everyone. So, yeah, it's spending decades and decades um just you know with no real purpose or sort of direction uh is not you know it's not the solution for everyone so i think that's yeah definitely been the case and will continue to be the case i think um 
yeah, there's the, I think people are healthier longer as well. So you've got the ability to be active. So, uh, and still contribute. So people want to, um, you know, make a difference in this world and leave it in a better place. And you've got a lot of talent, a lot of expertise you've built up over years. And I don't know, like I find it fun as well. Like I enjoy work. So, um, you know, if you sort of can find that vocation you're passionate about or happy um, doing it, you just got to find the, yeah, that right balance within your life to make sure you can still fit in the other things that are important. So, you know, families, you know, often a pretty big um, part of everyone, like people's planning. So then, yeah, it's got to be something that fits in with that and aligns with that style of life, which is probably going to get easier now with, um, you know, the barriers being broken down in terms of geography. You don't have to be in the CBD like Anthony uh, all week, you know, chained <laughs> to the desk. Uh, you could sort of could find yourself, so, you know, sunning yourself somewhere up north, you know, or sort of out west. The sunsets are beautiful out west. I've been out uh, west. Yeah. I've been admiring uh, a, few, a few clients have sort of are, sort of been doing a few um, trips over to Perth. So really nice uh, photography. So uh, really uh, keen to get over there and check it out. What about you, Anthony? What does it mean for you working on your own terms? Well, it's funny. I hear this. I used to, I've heard this ever since I've entered the industry. I can't wait to retire. And I ask, what does that mean for you? And it's like, oh, I'm going to go into this business. So it means I just want to be self-employed. <laughs> That's normally, I've never heard anyone say, I just want to stop working and play golf or, you know, hit the pokies or lawn bowls, <laughs> which traditionally is retirement. Um, I think it means, firstly, you work when you choose to. So it's like you're financially in a position, hey, I, I can do nothing or I can do something that I'm passionate about. And then secondly, just finding that passion, whether it's a part of the industry you've been in. I mean, clients I've had, and I'm sure both of you have had, uh, doctor, people in the medical field, they work well into their, well into their 80s because they're very passionate uh, about their industry, which is, you know, the body and health. Um, and uh, that happens with a lot of other industries. I think it's just about, you know, being in a position where it's not about money. It's about what you're passionate about and then attacking that and uh, planning to be that into that industry. Yeah, I think that's it. It's uh, working because you want to, not because you have to. So I was speaking to clients yeah. um, yesterday. It was, you know, they were having that exact same thing that you spoke about. They were going, mm-hmm. oh, like, I can't wait to stop doing this job and um, start start my own business um, and they're 52 um, so they, like it was that working on their own terms they wanted to do something that they wanted to do but they wanted to know that they're financially able to go out and take mm. that risk at that stage um, so Pete when you've got clients that come in and are looking at this next stage of their life um, how can people make it happen or how do, how do people start to work towards getting to that stage well, it depends. So really, uh, it depends on what, what that stage looks like. So it's it's confidence. And I think it's distilling down to granular detail what's actually important to you and what it needs to look like. Um, and then it's you know, solving backwards from that point to say, well, if this is really what's important to me, and I think you, you need to get clear on your priorities and um, yeah, really sort of you know, look in the mirror and go like, what are the values that I have? So, um, and what's going to actually make me truly happy? Um, and it might be a dollar figure that's attached to that, or it might be a, a quantum of how many hours you're spending in the office, or it might be, you know, uh, where you're living. So I think, you know, 
once you know that and you've got a pretty clear objective and set of goals, you work backwards and you, know, you might need to, there's going to be some trade-offs most likely. So you're going to need to make some sacrifices in the short term to make it happen. Um, and, you know, give yourself enough time. So I think the, the best suggestion that I can have for anyone is like the, the best time to have started on this journey or this planning was yesterday. Unfortunately, we've missed it. Um, next best time though today so uh, i think if you're you're sitting there um the more you can dig deep and go hey what's what am i doing like you know what's um if i'm not happy with what where i'm at at the moment all right well, what do i need to do what are the actions and steps i need to take to get there um and you need to sort of be prepared that that's going to change over time so i know like i'm you know my goals have shifted over and over again like my whole life's you know evolved in front of my eyes um and some paths you go down, it sort of surprises you. But I think that's part of the exciting thing. That's what, you know, they're the, the fun wrinkles of, of life. So, And then doesn't um, that, that kind of works in with like what we always preach about is building a plan that's flexible, oh. nimble enough to deal with these sort of changes that you're going to have. Um, yeah, kind of, it's going to be yeah, rigid enough that it's going to give you some structure, but flexible enough that uh, you need to be able to take in new information and then apply that and go, hey, what's the, now what's the next best path? Uh, for me to take um, and not be so pig-headed to think that, oh, no, because I set this in motion, that's the, the path. I think um, a lot of people's second, third, fourth chapters in their the book of their life are often their, some of their best ones. It's not always like the first uh, path that you take that that's, um, that's where you end up. So, um, yeah, the, the earlier you can get compounding, and I think, yeah, um, because it might be a monetary thing just that you need there that you have that sort of building passive stability. income. Yeah, passive yeah. income is important, but you know, having the capital base there, or it might be sort of getting to a point where you're debt free because that's the thing that's holding you back. And that's that's part of it to work out, well, what's going to stop me from doing this and trying to sort of solve those uh, problems. And, you know, don't feel like you're going to get it all done in one one week, one year or anything like that. It's a, it's a process. It's an ongoing one. You need to be dynamic because yeah, the goalposts will shift on you. Um, but the main thing is have a really like a vivid North star that you sort of go, okay, this is what I'm aiming for and make it, got to make it exciting enough to, you know, uh, yeah. Cause it, the more exciting it is, you're probably more in, uh, inclined to sacrifice for it in the short term. And unless you're, lucky enough that you're sort of gifted with all the the assets and all the sort of wealth in the world and uh, all the time in the world um and don't have to make any sacrifice to get there but for most people i imagine there's a few trade-offs that need to happen in between so and i know like you know anthony's gone out to self-employment i've done the same um yeah they're sort of steps that you take and you go it's, it's pretty rewarding when you get it right yeah it has its moments though um but i think most of the time you're sort of pretty happy and going great that's an awesome decision but it's not necessarily the final chapter of either of our journeys i wouldn't think anthony absolutely not um so how do you look at it you look at it like that um what, what pete described is there other things that you'd add on to that i think there's two key steps in this in this process the first thing is to build your financial position where you can not work and fund your lifestyle. That's where you've got uh, the freedom to do what do whatever you desire because you can live, you can put food on the table, roof over, over your head and whatever dependents you've got, but you've got that income coming in from businesses, investments, etc. The second thing is 
along the along the way is to develop skills in the industry or the interest that you've got where you can build a business or a hobby or whatever it is you want to get into that sort of not retirement but that pre-retirement we're talking about that you can build on and specialize in so if you've got if you first build the build the income coming through and you're in a position yet yeah, i've got so much x amount coming in fund my lifestyle from there you know, I want to do podcasting, for example, uh, on a number of topics. Uh, initially, that's probably not going to bring in too much too much income. Speak if you could, if you want to do that, that's a gold rush. Uh, I've <laughs> not been getting on a number of... we've been sending. <laughs> yeah, I've been I maybe you missed my address, but uh, no, I'm talking about you know just if you you know hit you know 45 and you say okay, I can fund my. X amount per annum that's going to, I need to fund my lifestyle and that's it. And that's going to continue on. That's the first step because if you haven't got that set up, you know, you, you're always looking for something else to build that, for that income stream to come in. If you've got that set up and you need to build, you need to look at the, the, the areas you've, you're, you're interested in. So you can really develop, you know, work on, getting to that area. I think they're the two main steps. And then from there, if you, that's the base, work on it from there. That's probably where I'd start. Yeah, and I think it comes back to like a lot of the times we harp on about getting across your numbers. So understanding what it's going to be, like what income do you need to coming in? Or as Pete said, like it might be a feeling thing. So it might be the fact that you don't have a home loan and that's given you the security to go out and take a risk and do something else and it's working for yourself or in a job that you're more passionate about, but potentially less income, but you feel like you're at the right financial stage to be able to do that. Um, so potentially that's what it looks at. I think um, like something that we use to help a lot with this is financial modeling. Um, so financial modeling is where you can kind of scope out these different solutions and show what it looks like. Um, but then again, the modeling still needs you to have and be across your numbers. So how do you, Pete, I guess, work with clients to find out what those numbers can be in terms of how much they need or because it's a lot of the people sometimes might come in and go, oh, well, how much does the normal person need? But that's not going to be right for everyone, is it? No, there's no, there's no one size fits all, uh, unfortunately. So, well, no, I think probably fortunately, it should all be individual and tailored. So, uh, like it says, the numbers, it's, it's like any financial plan or sort of any projection you're going to make or any goal you're going to set. Uh, you need to sort of go, well, what do I need? And how long am I going to need it for? And I think probably the thing to get clear on is you don't need to, it's not like going from, if we're talking about a career uh, change or a sort of a different direction in your vocation, it's not necessarily going from your current income to zero. So it might be, you know, you've got to factor it in and go, hey, well, you know, if I go into consulting using my skills and sort of all the, you know, the wealth of experience that I've got, or might even I might only need to do X amount of hours or sort of that's and I think that's really important from a understand what you what you're likely to generate. And I think probably the thing that's I'd get out and do is build your network. Um, so go out and speak to people who've done it before. Like the you know, most people are happy to have, especially now, like now that we're allowed out of a little bit a little bit loose, uh, people are happy to grab a coffee or go to the pub and uh, buy them a beer or something, go, hey, like tell me like How'd you do it? Uh, what was, what are the lessons you learned? Uh, and how you know? And I think most people are pretty comfortable telling you like, 
how much did you have put away or how much did you sort of, what did year one look like? Because year one's the scariest. Every year after that, it gets a little bit easier most of the time because you've got the runs on the board. You know what to expect. Um, so that's, I think, the, the key to go, well, that's a really important number. Like, what are you going to bring in in this next iteration of your sort of vocation? So, and then just fill the gaps in around it. Because if it's, you know, if you need $75,000 to run your lifestyle, and you think you're really, really confident on a conservative basis, you're going to generate 50. Well, we're going to need some passive income or some other funding for 25,000. There's your sort of target. You work back and go, what lump sum will generate $25,000 pretty comfortably? Uh, how long do I need it? And that's what that's my savings goal. Yeah, so, and then looking at what's going to be the best investment vehicle for that as well, because often the other trap is people boost their super and then. Um, want to access, you know, have these goals of or doing all this type of stuff at 50 and that doesn't necessarily work Yeah, as well. And, and I think it's probably interesting to, you know, or important to point out, like this doesn't necessarily need to happen at the end of your career either. It could happen yeah. like, this could be a, a you know, a little bit of a hiatus, a mini retirement sort of uh, in your middle stages, which I'm, yeah, I'd love to sort of uh, have one of those, this little little wine back hiatus, you know, when the, when the kids are sort of in um, primary school and, you know, when they sort of peak, they're going off to every sport imaginable and every sort of uh, like art class singing lessons. Yeah, probably. Gonna need to, yeah, I'm going to need to sort of um, down the tools a little bit for more hours in a day. So I think that's important to know and go, hey, that's something I'd love to do to be present at home. Uh, that's something important to me. Well, that's something we were talking about the other day as you were saying, you know, um, you don't know how some people are able to work, you know, full time and then still have a lot of time with their kids and things like that. So it is that working on your own terms is able to potentially provide opportunities for things like that. Oh, I know how you, like, you look at me and go, Pete, like, it just seems so easy. Effortless. How, you, <laughs> how do you, you do know, everything? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you do look at me like that. When do you sleep? Yeah, so we think, all do. We all do. We all do. Uh, but realistically, it's, it's a bit challenging. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but they're the sort of things I think that like, that's important. That's important to wrap your head around that because um, yeah, it's the time element and the money uh, are really important to sort of getting that right. But yeah, it's a. I think ultimately it's a pretty simple formula. It's just. I'll go back to that. Make it big enough uh, and uh, something you want enough that you're going to sort of actually adhere to the plan to get there uh, and give yourself enough time as well. Like, you know, if you're just hating your job this month, um, wouldn't go to trying to go, oh, great. I want to, before the end of financial year, I'm, I'm out uh, with no other. I'm just sort of hoping, hitting hope. Um, yeah, try and give yourself a little bit of leeway and a little bit of time to do that. So did you do something similar, Anthony? Because you sort of... Uh, made the uh, venture out on your own and well done it successfully. So is that, did you sort of, was that a quick decision or did you sort of step through that? It was a bit of a fly by the moment and this is okay. going against what we're advising. <laughs> it's, uh, so why wouldn't but, you do that? But, no, but as you, uh, Pete, I'm sure you'd agree, uh, working in A&Z, and that was my first major job, uh, you know, in 10 years from 23 to 33. It's all I knew. <laughs> so stepping out in self-employment was a as big as what we're saying. Like, you know, um, you're making a big step. You're giving up something, you know, a certain 
income, so to speak. Security. And you are security, yes, and you were going into the unknown. Um, so, yeah, but I'd probably just uh, – but everyone I speak to that I did work with, including yourself, did say if I had my time again, I'd do it sooner. So I'm not sure anyone knows the, the exact right time to do it. But, yeah, uh, yeah I've sort of just uh, felt how the, mo- how the moment's going and trying to manoeuvre my life and my career towards that. But getting back to the question, how do we know when we're ready – I think it's just you need to know when you where you are in life, um, which, as I was just saying, you know, I'm, I've sort of gone along with it. But if you're if you're single with no kids, you've got a bit more movement. I mean, you can plan on a plan. A, you're planning for yourself. If you've got dependents, you need to plan for that. So if you're thinking of retiring, semi-retiring, you know, going, stopping full-time work or you know, moving into something that you've got a passion about that is not going to bring the financial rewards. You need to look at, you know, when the kid's moving out and things like that. If you're single, different story. Uh, and with no dependence, I should say. So you do just need to plan for the big picture. So I think that's the key areas. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no, um, you know, written handbook about this. There's, there's about, you know, 105 ways to do it right. And probably only twenty people get it right out of a million. So it's uh, it's uh, it's a bit more. (laughs) (laughs) No, what I'm saying is, you know, as I said, as you asked me, did you know? Have I planned this? I don't think I've planned this from day dot. You just sort of adapt. I think. But looking looking back, is there things you would do differently? So would you have thousand in every facet of life? Thanks. Wow. We're going to have to get Anthony on the couch here. Just, uh, <laughs> just lie back and tell us. No, but it's made me, it's made the situation I am in today and the person I am who I am. So I would, would I go back and change it? No. You know, in, you know, in, you know, I've got the Powerball tonight. So if that comes off, that's all part of the play. <laughs> But um, in all seriousness, no, you've got to adapt because even if you do plan it out, and I'm sure both of you would agree, there's going to be uh, obstacles you have to overcome and it may be big ones like uh, Royal Commission (laughs) into our industry that changes the whole way we advise people and, you know, uh, run a business or earn an income or, you know, just the financial crisis. Uh, 10 years prior to that, that, you know, you, your meetings are uh, with people you advise to invest money and it's not nothing of your fault. Just, you know, it's part of, part of the parcel. Uh, it's just, you've got to adapt quickly. And I think that, that uh, adapts it to the conversation we are having today. You know, if you want to uh, move into a position where you move away from work, where you need to draw an income, make sure you're set up and then move into that, and you've got a bit more leeway. Yeah, and with, with every, like most of the topics that we talk about, it all comes back to sound financial management, so having an appropriate cash buffer in place. 100%. Investing your surplus income so that it gives you the flexibility to do these type of things in the future. Um, a lot of them you know, have different goals, but a lot of it still relates back to having a plan, putting it in place, um, and making sure that you're sticking to it. Um, before we wrap up today's episode... Is there anything else you'd add, Pete, in terms of working on your own terms? Any final tips? I think we've, like, yeah, let's 
The fundamentally, I think you're right. It's like live below your means for uh, yeah most of your life, or preferably all of your life. Um, still enjoy yourself, but just be conscious of you know you should be putting money away because it just makes everything easier in the future. So um, that I think will help set you up for success. And I think the other thing to, to have to really understand and appreciate is. Even if you do have a, a career break or a mini retirement or a sort of a transitional phase before retirement, um, it's not necessarily detrimental. So a lot of people think this is going to set me back in my life. And I think that's probably the opposite. Actually, it gets you closer to living your best life. And that's ultimately what it's all about. Like when you peel it all back, um, sort of, you know, reflecting back on your life, you know, towards the end that's what's going to matter. You know, have I lived, lived a, a life that's in line with my passions, purpose, um, and my values. And have I had a lot of fun doing it? That's what it is. And if you can get that right and land in a, a spot that's sustainable, you're more, you're likely to earn income for a longer period of time. Cause yeah. you're going to like, instead of getting to the finish line, like you're not burnt over, out. Yeah. Not burnt you know, you go, out. Oh gosh, I'm done. Yeah. You, know, you sort of, you go longer um and who knows like a lot of the time uh, we're finding clients in those iterations that sometimes they're earning nearly as much just doing it differently especially Um, when you look at like if you bring your taxable you know look at your tax as well like working three days four days that extra day mightn't make too much of a difference um when you're in that stage of life as well and all those types of things you got to weigh up like i haven't had clients that i was speaking to where they've got like um, assets that they want to sell so they've got investment properties and they're going like oh maybe I'll take a mini break um, that brings my tax down for the year I can get rid of an asset with a sizable gain and I might work out to still be you know all right off um, so it's all those types of things that you can can look at yeah no, I agree with that wholeheartedly 100%. Cool. Well, as always, if you've got any questions, email us at connect at picarda.com.au. Should us through any topics that you want us to cover. Um, otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thanks, gents. Take care Thanks. out there. See you soon.